Charlie, what you got, man? Um, Mike Tyson's training again? He, listen, if you haven't <laughs> seen him training, we'll put the link below. Hey, where is this again? Is this on YouTube? <laughs> or, or is it Russian slap fighting? <laughs> let, let me tell you something else about that. Unless you've seen that. So, the, I'm going to go with the, if you haven't seen this, uh, Grit Check. Uh, it's on, uh, if you follow Josh Bridges, my guy, who come on to the podcast. I know you're listening. Just come on. We'll, we'll <laughs> Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. everyone. Welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Switzer. I am your host and I am the Clydesdale. And we love to do fitness and these are my friends. Full crew tonight, Charlie, Amy, Kat. Uh, we'll get right into it. Uh, Amy's just back from a vacation, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, but uh, nutrition challenge. We are two and a half weeks in. To the six-week mm -hmm. bad boy. We're almost at the halfway mark, and uh, the guys are dominating. Are, did we add up all the points? I haven't done that. Is that what's happening? <laughs> does the does I, the data show that? I believe it. I believe it does. Well, somebody will put their data in. And probably. Yes, someone's being that. sneaky. There you go. Who are you talking about? Me. <laughs> I although my, I put all mine in. Although last week, Cat got me by two points. Okay. So, um, but I got her by more than two week one. So I got a little bit of a, a lead there. Now it's, can Charlie dominate Amy? Well, that's well <laughs> okay then. <laughs> I challenge you to a front rack challenge. Mm, hey, boy. my boy can get the barbell on his shoulder because of go wad. That's uh, right. That's right. Uh, right shoulder. Right shoulder. Right shoulder. We're working shoulder. on the left. We're working on the left. I coached him this week. Didn't happen. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Well, that was a push press. We don't have to do it for that. Okay. So he, we're just going to leave it off of here. Yeah, why, why, why move it that extra four inches? I'm wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't need a front rack for a push press? Is that what no. you just said? No. He doesn't. Man. He just holds it right here off his body like this. Got it. And I told my judge, I have restrictions. <laughs> it counts. Restrictions. <laughs> so how's everybody uh, feeling? Two and a half weeks in. Really well, Amy, good. you were on vacation. I know. 
I'm feeling good okay. this week though. Good. Mm-hmm. I feel good. I did I say I was going to change my macros? You did. You, you did. did. Did I actually change them? <laughs> this yeah, is stuff fault. for you and I to talk about. Minus, minus five <laughs> points. No, I'm being I'm being honest. Um, I think I I tweak them ever so slightly. It wasn't like a you know going from like. 40, 30, 30 to keto or anything like that. It was just, I gave, I was eating, I gave myself more food to eat because I was under eating. Okay. That's the thing. And, and that was tested through scientific discovery. I started working out regularly. So yes, I need more food. I had been sort of a lazy, you know what, uh, piece of, you know what, for months and wasn't doing anything. And so I was down on my overall calories and I've picked it back up again where I'm like five days a week, pretty, pretty religiously. So yeah, I need to eat more. My body likes food. That's where I get you on those points, yo. See, and I'm pretty sure I got like nine and a half hours of sleep last night. Yeah, you are crushing the sleep. That's, I'm about to call BS on that. (laughs) I mean, it's on the whoop. I don't even, it's not like, you know, I don't like lay down and like meditate. It's, I go to sleep. Yeah, but life doesn't that. even let me get that much sleep. <laughs> we're going to talk about this and then we're going to tag Whoop oh, yeah. because I need to talk about it. Because oh yeah, you poor thing. Do you look There's at my, what it wrong. says? There's yes. something wrong. It will tell me an hour and 10 minutes. I literally did everything right. I didn't drink. I went to bed yes. at a good time. I took magnesium before bed. Whoop doesn't judge. So, well, it just puts so I do want to say this because ha- I've had been having trouble too. Yeah. So I contacted them. It took them a couple days to get back to me. Yeah because I used the wrong email to contact them okay. uh, and my whoop is registered on another email. But so it's more my fault than theirs. But continue. And uh, they actually found a glitch that their engineers had to do a reset on my whoop and they did it remotely. They did it. So I've been asking them to do that because I had some questions about stuff. And so finally I took a ton of screenshots of my last couple because it will say like, I'm awake in bed for three hours. And if you go and look at my heart rate compared to when I'm in a light sleep, it's like the same. So I think it's not registering some of my, my light sleep. Amy, I would, um, seriously, I would DM Will okay. Ahmad, the yeah. owner, yeah. tell him you're from the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast, Okay. who recently interviewed Adrian Bosman <laughs> and tell him that you need your thing reset. I bet you he would respond. Okay. I would DM him. All right. I'm going to take Kat's plan. Works for me. Okay. So mine, mine has been working better <laughs> since I reset it. Okay. But as, as you all know, I, I suffered an injury, so there's not a lot for it to pick up other than sleep. <laughs> um, so my front rack is uh, non-existent again. Non-existent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just so people know, I did not get hurt doing CrossFit. I want that to be clear. I got hurt doing Go On. <laughs> this is great. Not because. So much for that Go-Wad. sponsorship. It's not because of Go On. It's because. It's not because of Go On, but right. I got hurt doing Go On. There you go. There you go. Um, you slipped. And so I was on all fours. I put my hand down on a carpet on my hardwood floor, and it slid out from under me and full weight down onto uh, my shoulder and tore a muscle. 
So let's get some non-skid pads for your carpet. That seems to be more of a carpet issue than a go-wide issue. Yes. I think it's God it. telling me that mobility isn't that important. Mm. No. Let's ask Coach B about that too. <laughs> so what stinks is it happened like a week ago and I tried to fight through it. And I think I damaged it more doing strict presses with a partially torn muscle and mm -hmm. Um, and then doing a wad with Charlie on Saturday, which was a blast. Hard as hell, a blast. Uh, but we cranked that strain up high on Saturday. Um, but yeah, that, and then that just was it. It was over. Yeah. Sunday, couldn't move it from my side at all. Now I can chicken wing to there. So that's a lot, a lot for me, and I'm really excited about that. It's supposed to go higher than that. <laughs> Mine does not. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I cannot get my hand over my head. That's that's mm -hmm. it right there. Really? Oh. Is it yeah. is it your left hand? Left hand? Yes. Okay. Which is what you're I eat right with. Yeah, that's Oh, you are left-handed. Can you brush your teeth? Does that hurt? Uh, yes, I can I can so I I do sports right-handed. So I can I can do the toothbrush. What I can't do is razor. And oh. so, like, I have, it's growing everywhere. Whatevs. Down my beard. neck. I hate neck beard. <laughs> I hate neck beard. beard. Mm. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, I, but I feel great. Like, I'm still hitting my macros. And on Sunday, I weighed in down 12 pounds. Woo! Shut up. That's great. That is really great. Awesome. So, um, I... I love this competition. Um, I thank you all for pulling me into this. You're welcome, loser. It was good to be one. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome, loser. I look forward to your TikTok. <laughs> I mean, so isn't the goal of this to be a loser, though, right? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I would love to do a TikTok. I'm, I'm doing so much. I'm watching so much TikTok that now I see just videos. I saw like a video on Instagram of some girl doing like a really heavy back squat. And all I could think in my head was like, Oh, okay. Okay. There's that uh, <laughs> yeah. TikTok where like people change their looks or something. That's like, I hear it in the back of my head in normal situations. Now. Listen, I got rid of my TikTok. I might have to. Yeah. It's like a black hole. I did because the government might ban it. Okay. <laughs> So you were preemptively got rid of it? Yeah. Also, so I've been talking to my my peeps in the um, in the um, police what? force and the FBI. Mm -hmm. I got those peeps, and they they're not allowed to have them at all. Oh, so you mean you just deleted like your own account, but you're yeah. still on it? Like you're still watching? Or no, you're not on at all? No, I don't want it on my phone. They ain't gonna find. I feel like that's a house. whole episode. No, listen. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. But you know, I've had two credit cards that have been charged. Yeah. One of them was for Asian date. <laughs> so and that was not accurate. So just saying. Did you check your 17-year-old son? Uh, yes, he was the first person I talked to. Okay. And my daughter? Did you check Kat's 17-year-old son? No, right. <laughs> Did not. Oh, guys, I have to tell you. So this is a really sad story, but uh, real quick, Sunday morning. So my daughter's at the beach for a week, not home. Brayden was home Sunday morning. I went on a nice long walk with my girlfriend, came home, knock on the door. It's like 9 a.m. 
I don't have my glasses on. So I just kind of like peer through the front window. I see like a black truck with like yellow writing on it. I don't think anything of it. I go through my garage because no one goes through my front door because my dogs will kill you if you come through the front door. So I open up the garage door. I come around the front of the house, peek around two county cops, two county cop cruisers in the front of my house. I'm like, ooh. Luckily, I didn't have enough time to like go through in my mind like what it could have, like how terrible the news could have been or whatever. But they come and uh, the one guy, funny, I do CrossFit with him at the gym that I used to work at. And he's like, oh, hey, I didn't know this is your house. And he says, we have so-and-so in the car. Do you know, do you know her? And it's a 38-year-old woman who claimed to live at my house. She, oh. They found her like five miles away walking around a neighborhood, like very disoriented. She's yeah. an Asian-American and like very broken English. Yeah. Turns out she used to live in my house. She was like the 21-year-old daughter oh of the people God. that used to live in my house 17 years ago. Wow. And she was adamant that this is where she lived. I felt so bad. Um, I don't know, you know, I don't know if she was having like a mental break, she was on drugs, or if she's got like very, very early onset dementia or something like that. But uh, meanwhile, the two guys came into my garage and like, we're checking out the gym. <laughs> she's like in the cruiser. I'm like, is she gonna be okay? They're like, yeah, that's fine. She's fine. Yeah, she's fine. Um, and I guess they took her home or found out where she lived or whatever, but crazy, crazy yeah. Sunday morning. Like my heart skipped afterwards. I started to panic about like what they could have yeah. been coming to talk to me about. <laughs> yeah. Luckily it was nothing too serious. Anyway, fun little story. Okay. Yeah. It, that was a good story. Um, not a good story, but a, <laughs> yeah. a story that yeah. was intriguing. interesting story. Yes. Uh, so let's, let's hit a couple news items and then get back to the fun stuff. Uh, so the future of CrossFit summit, we kind of talked about it last week. Uh, some info kind of came out about that afterwards and what's what I think is good about it is really no info about what they talked about came out, but you kind of found out who was there and that it was kind of a listening session for the people at HQ to hear from the stakeholders uh, that they invited to the summit. So I don't know if you guys saw who all was there, uh, but they invited Bill and Katie Henniger, uh, Rich Froning, Chandler Smith, uh, Steph Chung was there uh, for PFAA. Um, uh, Matt O'Keefe was there for Loud and Live. Um, and that, that's kind of what's leaked out about it. There were affiliate owners too. Yes. So yes, it, it was wasn't all... just for the games, although there was like days carved out for the games, but it was also for, yeah, affiliate owners. But I thought it was interesting that it was, it was kind of like, it was, it was uh, the actions that followed the words, right? Let's get our stakeholders. Let's bring the stakeholders together. And they didn't speak to the stakeholders. They let the stakeholders speak to them. Good call. Which I, I am super optimistic about. And uh, Steph Chung was on with Sean and Tommy. And uh, she didn't spill anything, uh, but did say that she's very optimistic with the direction it's going. Awesome. And from being in the business world, if people don't speak after a meeting, it means they're all on the same page. If people start gossiping after a meeting, it usually means that there's stuff not going on the same page. So I think that's a good sign that nobody's really talking. Mm -hmm. So that's, there's that. Now let's get to the uh, poly protagonist or pragmatist pragmatist gosh 
I just, there's too many P's, uh, polypragmatist, and that is uh, that California has shut the doors. Not happening. Again. It's not going to happen. Nope. I, I was really optimistic cool. that there could be a CrossFit bubble. Yeah. Uh, since we're getting sports tomorrow from the Major League Baseball and August 1st from the NBA and about the same time for NHL, but California saying no way. Yeah. Well, I think we all saw a whole bunch of athlete activity happening at the ranch for Dave, like testing his workouts and whatnot. And I just think they should record that and that should be the games because <laughs> that's probably all we're going to see. Yeah. I just yeah. think at this point, instead of keep delaying it, like, let's call it, right. let's call it now. So these athletes can like recover and then plan for, for training again. And then maybe we don't have to delay the open for so long and the season doesn't have to get all backwards again, like it did the first time with sanctionals coming before the open and all that. I have, I have a guess that the open's going to be moved anyway. Yeah, but maybe not, maybe not to March. I don't know. Yeah. I think they're going to put it back to where they liked it before. Mm -hmm. And I'll, and I'll say for, I guess we'll talk about that a little bit in, in our gym, like, Though the weekends in the fall were much harder to get people in than they were in the spring, that high school football season, college football season, just was really yes, but tough. Now. <laughs> yeah. But now, hey, I know. But I, but you're right too. I think they also want to do it when gyms can be open, right? And yeah. that might not also be the case in early October. So true. It's true. Uh, so one other piece of bad news that just happened. I think it came out two days ago. Uh, Matt Chan uh, oh. contracted COVID-19. Uh, he was susceptible because he had gone through a knee procedure um, and that uh, compromised uh, his immune system. Perfect wording. Thank you, Amy. Mm -hmm. um, um, and it, it's interesting because Cherie did not contract it mm -hmm. living in the same house. Um, so uh, he's now recovered and he said, everything's good. You know, he's kind of back to normal. Um, but yeah, for a while it was pretty, pretty rough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he said he, um, he quarantined in an unmanned, um, firehouse. Oh yeah. Yeah. For that. So he left the house. So that was probably another great reason, you know, that Cherie didn't get it. So, yeah. But you know, you just worry cause you, you know, he, he was with her before he yeah. knew. Yeah. And, uh, but it's glad I'm glad she, came out of it unscathed and yeah uh, and stopped that so well we've been talking about it for weeks uh we got merch 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 look at that hat oh i said that and my dog heard oh, something else said, <laughs> yeah. thought you said murph yeah <laughs> so uh charlie is wearing our new hat yep. if he wants to slide closer to the camera there it is Love it. embroidered trucker hat uh, I was actually able to move that to my store. So if you are interested okay. in the hat, uh, you can go to my Instagram, uh, Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends and go to my link tree in the bio and you can order the hat and the coffee mug. Ooh, very cool. Uh, this is available in this and it also uh, with the, uh, I'm calling that one our alternate logo 
this is our main logo. So we have a coffee cup with this logo as well. Ooh. Um, and then we have the long sleeve white shirt. I don't know if you can. We, we, yeah, I can see it pretty it's well. It's the same logo as the coffee cup. Yeah. Uh, it's a little thicker shirt. It's more of like a fall winter uh, type long sleeve shirt. Um, we have the traditional logo. And I'm going to try to raise my arm up without hurting. <laughs> Careful, careful. There, there you go. That's right there's okay. <laughs> Uh That's actually Charlie's. Okay. Um, we have that traditional logo shirt, and that's more of like your workout shirt, the soft. Um, the Wait soft. a minute. I didn't know you're supposed to wear a shirt when you worked out. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of us do. I don't want to have people run. <laughs> um, so we have that. We have the muscle tank. Yeah, uh, for the cat people that have the huge biceps, and I just <laughs> want to show those off. And then we have the racerback tank for the people like Amy with the huge traps that want to show those off. Love it. Uh, and so the way we're doing the shirts though is different than the coffee cup and the hat. Uh, I'm just I can't put them into my store because of COVID, but I can order them. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you my. Venmo and Cash App IDs. And if you want to send me the money with your size and address, I will get those and send them to you. And what, so how much are the how much are they and what are the sizes, please? Uh yeah, it's all here in my notes. Oh good. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Jump the gun. So first I'm of all, excited. my um my Venmo is Scott Dash Schweitzer Dash One. And my Cash App is dollar sign S W I T Z. T-H-O-R, Swites Thor. And uh, the long sleeve shirt is $25 for small to double X and $30 for 3X to 5X. Because nice. we got we to we gotta be there I for get the those Clyde, Clyde sales. sales. Yeah, right. yeah. Love it. Um, unisex T, uh, the one I showed, is $20 for extra small to double X and $25 for 3X and 4X. The racerback tanks are $20 for small to extra large and $25 for double X. And the muscle tank is $25 across the board. When um, are we uh, putting out the A-frame t-shirts? Uh, still working on the design for that because it kind of cuts off. Mm -hmm. Got to find a good place for that. Um, I'm, I'm going to talk to Dan Bailey and Danny Broflex about where the best place to put that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then so, the almost there tees as well, where it cuts off at the top. Talk to Froning about that one. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm going to do is put all this information in the description below for both the audio and the YouTube version. So you can see all of that information and just go ahead and send Cash App or Venmo to me and in the comment section, size the shirt you, you want um, and then whatever money for the size that you want. And also probably an address. An address. Yeah. Yes, address. Mm -hmm. And we'll get those out to you. They, they took about two weeks for me to get the tests. So I'm hoping that it'll be about the same for me to get anything that I order. And then I'll send them out immediately as soon as they come in. Love it. Okay. Awesome. I'm really excited about the merch. I think it came out really well. Um, you know, this is our second, third logo that we've been working on. And uh, I think both the alternate and the main logo came out really well. Definitely. So happy with that. 
So back to a news item. Uh, we kind of missed it last week. It happened right as right before we got on the air, and that's Adam Clink, oh. uh, the man who back squatted five hundred pounds and ran a sub five minute mile. Unreal. And it, at first glance, I was like, "Well, is it really that hard?" And then, <laughs> and then I thought, "Well, I'm really close to a five hundred back squat, right?" Mm-hmm. And so maybe I was like, "Not, not giving that the credence it deserved." But I am nowhere near. <laughs> I'm not in the same state as a sub five minute mile. Yep. No way. And yeah, all when the you think I about that, are close to the sub five are nowhere near that five hundred pound back squat. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like the people that we know that are, are back squatting 500 pounds are not runners. And the runners that we know that can run 500 or a mile under five minutes, you know, probably aren't even back squatting 300. So yeah, it's crazy feet. Totally. Super impressive. And I was, I was watching, I watched a couple of videos. One Adam's own video of actually accomplishing it is a fun video to watch. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen it, it's, it's a really good video. He actually is the head coach at CrossFit Krypton uh, for Ben Smith. And you can hear Ben Smith coaching from the side, yeah. uh, which is really awesome. Uh, and Dane Smith was his training partner. So Dane is actually going to make an attempt at it in the next week and a half. Yeah, well, they were training together and Adam just sort of jumped the gun. He said like he felt ready. They were both supposed to do it like a week and a half from now. And he was like, I felt really good. I just, I just thought I would do it. Well, and he, he has bouts of plantar fasciitis mm. and his fear was if he kept training, it would flare up again. Yeah. And mm. he wanted to hit while he felt good too, which I totally understand as a 50 year old. Yeah. You know, plantar fasciitis is no, it's no fun. <laughs> um, and the girl he had running pace was killing it. She she looked like she was just out for a jog. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, But Armin Hammer interviewed him and a couple, he's been on a couple other shows, uh, but super nice guy. And in his own video, there's a lot of footage of his wife and his little baby and the little baby yelling, go dad, dad, go dad, dad, which is, you know, really cute. Oh, and didn't he do 30 uh, unbroken pull-ups too? 50. 50. Yeah. 50 unbroken pull-ups. And yeah. so now what the new, the new challenge is sub five, mi- sub five minute mile, 500 um, pound back squat and 30 unbroken ring muscle ups. That's like the, you know, the new challenge so, that's out there. So I guess, and Castro, still working. Yeah, I, think I guess Castro. Castro in his book said something about the, the five, 500 and that you should add the 50 pull-ups to add that element. And so while it wasn't the original, like, challenge way back in the day Mm -hmm. uh he did it just to show he could yeah and he did not look like he struggled on the 50 Mm pull-ups like he had he had more in the bag and that 500 pound back squat there was more in that bag too now i think the run was his his limiting factor and you know i think he was glad to get that 456 and just be done yeah, he mentioned that like going from a 515 to a sub five is just really hard. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's some other news. I don't know if you talked about it last week when I was gone now about Camille LeBlanc Bazinet having her baby. 
Yeah, no, we didn't talk about it. No, th- there's babies all over the place. There are. She had, she had hers very early, very, very early. Yeah, so Zoe Lipson was born um, at 30 weeks, so 10 weeks early. And so she's in the NICU. And I don't know if you if you saw on Lipson's um, Instagram, he did the MTV Cribs of yes. the hospital. He's <laughs> like, here we are at the NICU. Look at all this technology over here. And, uh, he's what like, a- here's Camille breasts pumping over here. <laughs> I don't know. How, how do you get like a, I didn't know that they had um, private NICU rooms. Yeah, I didn't That's know. It's kind either. of insane. Like my, my son was in the NICU and there was no private anything. We were in a big old yeah. ward with a bunch of other NICU. There, maybe there, they there probably isn't for people like be- us. I guess. Well, maybe, maybe because COVID of COVID. Thing. Oh, probably because of COVID. You're right. Because the parents are going to come, want to be around. They probably did make special arrangements for that. Good point. And Cassidy had her baby. I think it was, it's Oakley. Oakley, Oakley yeah. Brooks, on my birthday. Oh, good. Yeah, super cute. He's adorable. Back, back to Lipson, though. When Lipson's oh. holding that premature baby, oh my, gosh. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's, like, it's like King Kong holding Jessica <laughs> Lange. <laughs> I have to say this one good thing. I was reading what Camille posted, something about it. And so she felt like there was something wrong. She said she wasn't feeling the baby moving as much. And she commented later, she said, I think it was because I'm such a healthy person that I'm so in tune to my body that I knew something was wrong and it saved her life. Her baby. Absolutely. Like yeah. you hear stories about people at 30 weeks mm-hmm. and, and not being able to deliver a live baby in that situation. So she's super lucky. Yeah. And I do hear from all of my NICU nurse friends that female babies in the NICU premature do so much better than male babies for whatever reason. I don't know if it's like their lungs or the development, something like that, but um, you know, it's good. But yeah. she's a girl. Yeah. Nice, nice intimidation factor for the women I, trying to come after us, but I'm whatever. sorry. It's the truth. Ask anybody. Mm-hmm. All right. So we want to catch up with Amy a little bit. Last week she was on vacation. Yes. So first of all, how was the vacation? Super fun. It was first of all though, like, like it's been hot here, you know, like in the nineties, like working out here in the nineties is completely different from working out in North Carolina in that humidity. Like it was like breathing through hot smog and ugh, it was terrible for working out, but I did. Cause I went with a whole bunch of cross, not a whole bunch. There was an appropriate amount of people that we were able to be <laughs> safe, but we brought a lot of equipment. And what I loved about it was so Scott, my, my husband will always tease me when we go on vacation because I always want to work out. And he always is like, you're crazy. Why do you always want to do that? And now since we got to go to other people that are also crazy, he finally got to he see doesn't it. think you're as crazy. I'm not as crazy. Mm, right. So it was really good. I worked out, I only took two, two rest days. I took my birthday off as a rest day and then one other day because of travel. So I got in some good workouts. My nutrition was really good. I didn't eat any crap, but I did partake in some adult beverages, but I came back refreshed and I don't regret it. Now you, you got a lot of stress on your plate with your job and everything and you really needed that week. So I did. Uh, glad you got it. Me too. And happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Happy birthday. 42. And you know whose birthday's coming up real soon? And he shares it with my daughter. Is Mr. Yep. Charlie Odie. Yep, yep. Yeah, I was going to do a little shout out to uh, my daughter, Corey. Oh, yeah. And Charlie has, uh, 
Charlie has it her is. share of the same birthday. So yeah, every year too. It's really, it's uncanny. Oh, it's I can't every believe it year. happens like that every year. Same day. Yeah. Um, so you missed our 50th episode. I did. We were sad. I know. But I, got, did, I was like super said, excited though when I saw you guys post about it and I, you know, got really excited that it was happening. Because uh, you you've been here since the beginning. I have. So on our episode, we talked about some of our favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. So do you want to share? We, we, we did pipe in one for you that we knew. <laughs> That we knew we pretty much figured what it was going to be. Let me guess. Let me guess. <laughs> oh well, my favorite would be Con Porter. That was my pie in the sky one. And what episode was that? What number was it? Like thirty-two. <laughs> it was like pretty early on. I mean, it, well, no, it was in the twenties because it's Cat's yeah. been here for like half. Yeah. Yeah. And Cat got us Con. Yep. Yep. And because she got us Con, we said, well, we probably should. <laughs> Let her join the team. Probably make those her those are my dues that I had to pay. My dowry. <laughs> Check. You're in. I will provide you with Con Porter. Let me in. <laughs> we will accept. <laughs> so, yeah, that was one of my favorite episodes. You know, you guys know I crush on him, but I crush on him for more reasons than just being a cutie. Um, I think he's a really, a really cool guy and, you know, I love his story. So, but some of my other favorite episodes were... Um, moments were talking to Jack Cernet. Okay. Yeah. Um, I really liked that story. Um, I really liked connecting with him. I felt like I did connect with him that, you know, um, and just, I really just, I was fascinated by him and I, and I follow him now on Instagram and just love his positivity with, with all of his challenges. What, what I loved about that one is it was pre COVID. You were, yeah. we were actually together. Yeah. We it was pre-COVID, but well, pre-quarantine, but it, COVID was happening. Yeah. But you were in my, in my house yeah. We, yeah. and watching you go to work mm-hmm. in your element was just a lot of fun. Yeah. So I liked that one. And then my other favorite one was probably Jeff Goebel too. Again, just because great story and, you know, I just, that's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in hearing people tell their stories. So, yeah. Yeah. That's why we love doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and speaking of uh, big episodes, I've actually gotten some comments back from people, listeners from last week. Okay. And, you know, people are blown away by the Adam Kramer story. Yeah. I'm uh, getting a lot of positive feedback on that one. Um, and he was featured this morning with the Green Beret Project in the Morning Chalk Up. Mm-hmm. And Kat touted that. And mm-hmm. the Morning Chalk Up shared all of her touts which was really cool. Yeah. And so did Justin and so did Patrick, um, which was cool that uh, they did that. Cause yeah. that's, that's a story that needs to be put out there mm-hmm. uh, as much as possible. Yeah. And when I, and I reached out to those guys, no, right after we recorded with Adam, like in anticipation of them, hopefully doing something with them. I was like, Hey, this is awesome story. Like you guys need to follow it and, on and it. do something with it. Yeah. And they were, and Justin responded like usually Justin doesn't respond personally, yeah. but he was like, Oh yeah, you know, this is great. Let's, let's move on. So I was glad. I'm glad that Patrick got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, so yeah, I, I've gotten a lot of feedback back and uh, yeah, it, people are all over the map of their favorites, you know, cause you never know what story is going to touch somebody. Yeah. You know, what touches us may touch somebody else completely different and uh, it's been fun to kind of hear what pe- what people liked a lot. So yeah, yeah. And there's someone. For, there's something for everyone. I think you know on our episodes. 
Definitely. Yeah. I like that we have such a wide variety of people. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just, oh, the, you know, the most elite athlete, but we, there's lots of different stories that we tell that we all have this common theme. My, yeah. my favorite is when you don't, like, we don't know the story coming in. Yeah. We don't expect Just ask it. a couple questions and then bam, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, I didn't know Boz was, went to circus performer training school. When he was said that, my, my jaw hit the no. floor. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, because he's from Canada. He's in California. Yeah, that was in like San Francisco, I think. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, things like that. Um, we, have, we have one guest that's coming up, we don't know when yet, that when we talk to them, like Kat and I were like, what? what? Like this girl is amazing. Yeah. And didn't even know any of the backstory or uh, what she wanted to do with her life. And it was really cool to kind of discover that. And that happens all the time. Like Mm -hmm. you, you find the basics and then they, they leak something and it's, that's the gold. That's what I love to hear. Yeah. And it's, and, and I feel like we're friends with them. You know, like you share sort of some intimate stories, whether it's, you know, online or whatever, but you, do, you make these connect, like for me, it's all about making connections, yeah. right? Um, I was going to say as a coach, as a, as an athlete, as, as a, a person, as a, person. <laughs> as a mom, as a person, as a wife, but it is all about connections. And it, it, that's what I love about it. Like we go into interviews like the one you're referring to, and I don't know much about this person at all. And then I leave going, wow, I love her. <laughs> like, she's amazing. Like, I, she's my new best friend. Um, it's really cool. Really cool. Yeah. Get close to people like that. Re- really excited for that one to come out because I think yeah, people will be shocked. So I'm glad you shared that. I'm, I'm, I'm sad you weren't with us on the 50th, uh, but I'm glad that you got some rest and you got to come back and still share uh, some yeah. of your favorite moments. So let's hit the fun stuff now. Yeah. Uh, so we are going to do our stupid question of the week brought to you by the Clydesdale fitness and friends podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, and I do want to say too, just real quick, we are working on setting up a Patreon uh, where we will have exclusive content. Uh, if you become a subscriber to our Patreon account where we will put it there uh, for you to get that. And so we'll start working on that moving forward. Uh, we're just trying to sh- shake out the details of how we want it to look, uh, but that will be coming very soon. And there may be even some merch. Like if you join as at a certain level, you may get some merch or something like that. So uh so look out for that. Hopefully next week we'll have the details settled. So stupid question of the week. We have two this week mm-hmm. and they're both two parters. First one is your favorite video game, part A in the arcade, part B at home. Who wants to go first? Me, I'll go first. In the arc, okay, okay, in the arcade, Pac-Man or Pac-Pac-Woman? I love Ms. Pac-Man. Ms. Pac-Man. I was like, I knew it. something <laughs> sounded wrong. <laughs> Pac-Woman. Pac-Person. Pac <laughs> right. That's my favorite. Um, and I think it's also because I had a friend in um, middle school or growing up who they had that in their basement. And so we would, it was like the coolest thing you have an actual arcade, you know, a piece of equipment in your house. And so that was fun to play that game all the time there. And then my favorite at-home game is two-parter, 
uh, Contra. You guys remember Contra? Oh yeah. Up, down, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, B, A, select, start. Yep. Yep. That's how you get your 30 free guys. Okay. Yep. That was one. And you know what? I was so good at it because I just like you to did. push buttons really fast and like, <laughs> and then I would just like to jump and make them roll around. And it's funny because like I would come up with my own names for what the different guns meant. And then like when Scott and I played it together, he would call it something. I was like, it's not called that. That's, that's the scatter gun or whatever. I would just make up stuff. The one, the one that shot like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's a scatter. Look, it scatters. <laughs> he calls it a spreader, but I call, I call it scatter. scatter. Oh boy. Okay. Moving on. Then the other one would be Mortal Kombat. That would be mm-hmm. later on. And same thing. I like Mortal Kombat because I just like to press buttons and fight. Is this on like a PlayStation Nintendo. or? These are Nintendo. Yeah, these are old. old like, well, old I'm, I'm, I never even had Nintendo. I had Atari. Like Atari was the last video game system I had. So Simpy. those two games you just talked about, I've never played. So I must be really what? old. Maybe it's just not a Delaware thing. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> Do they have electricity in Delaware? Uh-huh. <laughs> All, right, they yeah. Do. All right, so go ahead and say Pong and we'll just get it over with. Yeah, right now. Um, <laughs> that's funny. So my funny story, I always have stories. Um, when I was little, we lived near Atlantic City, right? Because we're in Delaware and close to Atlantic City, where the casinos are. And my parents played a lot of blackjack when I was a kid. And they would send, we would go to um, the Claridge Hotel in Atlantic City, and they would go gamble, and they would leave my brother and I at the arcade with like $80 worth of quarters and we would put them in glasses cases like the little ones that had like the little clip thing and we would have our quarters and we'd like put them in our belts and we would spend hours at the arcade so I remember the Piccadilly Circus was the name of the what's the name of the arcade um somebody stole my quarters there one time I was like I almost got into a fist fight that was a big deal um for another episode Frogger Donkey Kong Mm, I can get down both of those. Um, and Ms. Pac-Man. Okay. Those were my three arcade games. Um, I also loved pinball. That was not an Atlantic City thing, but that was maybe like locally in our uh, mall. That's disqualified. That is not a video game. I'm sorry, but that was a, <laughs> an arcade game. That was an arcade game. Uh, I said video game. Okay. Well, well. Forget I said that. You can edit that out. All right. <clears throat> I love home, pinball too, but maybe we'll have to be that for another question. <laughs> well, now you already know my answer. But anyway, um, home, I would say, so we had Atari, Space Invaders, old school joystick, yeah. one button. There was no AB or anything like that. It was just. So, so I have a quick funny story about Space Invaders. Please. We got an Atari back in the day and uh, my sister and I would play and, and kill my parents, right? Just mm-hmm. annihilate them. My dad stayed up late and learned how to play Space Invaders while we were in bed. That's awesome. And, and he wouldn't play. He just stopped playing with us like during the day, like, ah, I'm good. I'm good. And then all of a sudden when he goes, okay, uh, give me the stick. And then he's like just going and going and going. And my sister, like, what? <laughs> Crushed us. Yeah. We also Sneaky. found, we had Pac-Man and Atari and we found there was a pattern to Pac-Man. Like if you knew the pattern. And so we could sit for hours and just play levels and levels of Pac-Man and we would just go through the pattern. But did anybody ever take the rubber covering from the joystick, right? It had a hole in the middle, like a little splay of rubber with the, with the column. We would stick it like on our arms 
and on our foreheads and like give ourselves these big <laughs> pickies. <laughs> I remember, I think me or my brother did one. It was like Sunday morning before church and we had like this big red spot on our foreheads from the joystick cover. Fun you have in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Telling you, special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> special fun. Charlie, what's yours? Uh, I would say arcade. I'm going to go NBA Jam. Mm. And uh, the Ninja Turtle game when it first came out was, was a great one. Uh, yeah, like you go to the movie theaters and that would be there. Right. Yeah. You get four of you together and you're just yep. getting Leonardo because I was Leonardo. But uh, there's a lot of video games that We've talked about this before, but uh, NHL 94, Lakers, Celtics. Uh, there's just so many. There's too many. To, Mike Tyson's punch out. We're going to go with Mike Tyson's punch out. Yeah, that's a good one. I like it. Yeah. It's relevant again. <laughs> yeah. You got you to do a Mike Tyson best thing every week for the rest of this show, right? Yeah. Have we <laughs> talked about his training yet? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I don't Come know on. if you guys missed that episode. <laughs> Uh, so mine is, uh, so arcade is track and field with mm. the rollerball mm. where you could like zing, 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 mm-hmm. and then, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then, and I love that. I would play that for hours. And then for the home, it would be, and wait, one more arcade thing before Ninja Turtles, you remember gauntlet? Yeah. It was kind of the Mutant Ninja Turtles prior to, yep. we would play that for hours. Four people oh, around yes. that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then at home, my favorite of all time is Donkey Kong 64. Hmm. Donkey Kong Country 64. Uh, it was one of the first three-dimensional home video games that you could just walk anywhere. It was yeah. kind of like a find your own adventure. Uh, I, I remember a day where I played for 13 hours straight and my wife came down to the basement like, are you going to eat? Um, and I was like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, um, I remembered another one, another Atari game, Pitfall. Nope. Remember that, that one? Nope. It's like a little Indiana it. Jones dude that yep, would like yep. go over the Jump crocodiles. Jump on the crocodile and, heads and yeah. swing on the rope. I used to yep. play that one a lot. I'm, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Uh, so question number two, what is the worst and best job you've ever had? Okay. I'm not going first cause I didn't remember that. <laughs> I'll start. I never start. Uh, so I've had a lot of bad jobs, like a lot. Uh, when you take 15 years to get through college, uh, you're working a lot of crap that you just don't want to work. Uh, but the, probably the worst one was I used to sweep wax mop uh strip supermarket floors from 11 to 7 uh five days a week Mm. i eventually got promoted to supervisor which was quite the (laughs) (laughs) got to wear a beeper so they call me from wherever to come help them or replace their propane tank on their buffer uh but yeah that was shit that was shitty right there um, the best job I ever had, uh, I've had some good ones too, but the one that like elevated me was when I was a statistician for the state of Florida. Uh, I learned so much in that job. 
uh, and I helped author books, uh, which was really cool uh, to say that I've had things published. Um, that that was kind of cool. They were statistical um, statistical books on occupational injuries and illnesses. So not riveting information, but uh, I learned so much, uh, and it uh, helped me helped me in all other jobs that I got after that. And I also used to do costume characters. That was kind of the funniest, like deliver balloons as Michelangelo of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Snuggle Bear or whatever. Can't hear you, Kat. You can't? Where, where now was I can. that? Now where I can. was that? Uh, that was in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. In my hometown. Cool. All right. Are you all right? Yeah. Okay. So I haven't had any really like jobs that I hated necessarily, um, but some like not so fun jobs, I guess. One summer, this is like the summer I was like maybe 14 or 15. I remember I had to get like papers to be able to work. I worked at a Baines Deli in the mall. And then next door was a shoe store. And I actually worked at the shoe store also. Oh, so I would, wouldn't you know, I did too. Oh, really? Of course you did. <laughs> so I would go from, you know, making corned beef sandwiches and, you know, all that kind of stuff to fitting babies with their first shoe, you know, or men with dress shoes and like the whole nine. It was like back in the day when there was actually like a shoe store and someone waited on you and, you know, helped you and didn't just like bring stuff out and then walk away. Um, so that was that. I think my best job, aside from my current job, which is probably my best job, um, the coolest, like flashiest job I ever had was I worked um, at a bank for a co-branded credit card um, and the co-brand was an airline, like, you know, national airline. So we got to do a lot of fun stuff. You know, we got to travel a lot. Um, we went to a lot of events. They hosted a bunch of events. I've gone to like the Houston Rodeo and seen Luke Bryan in concert, you know, all like sort of on the company's dime because I was the relationship manager with those people. And, you know, got to, I remember I racked up so many points that we went to Hawaii. Like we did a family vacation to Hawaii and the airfare and hotel was paid for based on all the miles I had earned from all the travel um, at the bank. So that was pretty cool. Definitely. So um, I worked at, um, my first job was like working in a mall, um, like a small mall. And then it was like the thing, like when you turn 16, every, you know, everybody tries to kind of get some kind of job there, like your first job. And so I worked at like three different places there. Number one, I worked in an ice cream store, which that was good. And then for about two weeks, I worked at one of, one of it was like great steak escapes or something. I worked there for about two weeks and that was just dumb. And then I worked at the shoe store. And so, yeah, it was being, being 16 and like helping fit, fit people for their shoes. And it was, you know, just a small little shoe store in the mall. Um, but that was fun. Um, and then my best job, I would say the best part of my job would be being in the classroom with the kids. There's a whole lot of other parts of my job, but that's the best part. That's my favorite part is, is um, spending time Not with the kids. administration part. Nope, not that right now. <laughs> Especially not right now. Not all the paperwork, all the nope, meetings, all the decisions that need to be The telemarketing part. Yep, it's not my it's not my favorite part right now. But being with the kids because that's where I feel like I do my best work. 
So there you have it. But my best job and worst job are the same job. Oh. The, uh, I worked at a pawn shop one summer. And the best part of seeing people bring in random nonsense to, to pawn for whatever reason and you know, all those things. The worst part is, you know, getting robbed probably four or five times a week. Uh, so yeah, so it's all, it was always an exciting day at the old pawn shop. So, so we can call you Chum Lee now. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, it's always fun when people are Everybody who works there is caring, but you're not. Because you're, yeah. <laughs> you're not just working there to sell them. And I'm collect. just like, uh, hey, what do you want? You want it? I don't care. It's not yeah. <laughs> well, really, uh, my favorite job is what we're doing right now. This has been the most fun I have ever had doing anything. And I want to thank all of you. You guys have been a huge part of that. Um, it is, it, this is, especially these like, shoot the shit sessions that we do yeah, like it's so much fun um i love it and we have you know been you're gonna have to mark it. explicit now for your mom because you said that no no shit's fine <laughs> oh that's okay yeah it's i can fine. say that on cable um and you know this is so much fun and then we've been killing it with guests yeah and like what's coming up is i'm just and i gotta thank cat like cat and i had a little meeting where we said okay let's Let's go after these people. And my goodness, back when we first started, we would go after 10, 20 and get like three. Yeah. And now we're shooting at like 70%. Yeah. We got a busy day tomorrow. We do. <laughs> we do. We do. Uh, but I love it. I'm so glad we're doing it. Thank you guys for taking the time out to help support this and become a part of it. And I'm looking looking down the road for big things so well thank you for letting us be a part of it yeah so fun. super fun so let's finish it off the way we always do in our favorite thing from the internet as we call it amy's favorite segment i, I well i started it i started our segment with this yeah so, so go ahead and finish, finish your story now drunk history it's a tv show but you can watch it on the internet streaming so that's why i'll say it i can't believe you've never watched drunk history it's hilarious. So it's on Comedy Central. And what they do is they take a celebrity and they get drunk. And then they tell a story about history. And then they have actors playing out the story and they have to mouth it to the drunk person's rendition of the story. So they'll be like, so what happened was Abraham Lincoln said, yada, 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 you know. And so then you have the people acting it and the times like, yada, yada, yada you know whatever it's it's really funny you should totally check it out on comedy central that's hysterical yeah it's the best way i like to watch this well and and just to follow up with that we, before we went on the air we said when we're done with this nutrition challenge we may have an episode where we're all drinking our beverage of choice uh and just do like a drunk episode yeah charlie what you got man um Mike Tyson's training again? He, listen, if you haven't seen him train, we'll put the link below. Hey, where is this again? Is this on YouTube? <laughs> or, or is it Russian slap fighting? <laughs> Let's, let me tell you something else about that. Unless you've seen that. So, the, I'm going to go with the, if you haven't seen this, uh, Brit Check 
it's all on, uh, if you follow Josh Bridges, my guy, who come on to the podcast. I know you're listening. Just come on. We'll, we'll <laughs> um, where it's a 24-hour challenge where you have to run, I believe it's half a mile, and do your body weight in bench press every hour until the last person is standing. But it's for charity, it's for, I believe it's Big Fish Charity. Um, we'll put the link below of his, his site. But it's a great, it's great to see him. It's, a, it's either a, a, it's a half mile on the uh, runner or a trailer. <laughs> nice. Kat? Okay, so I'm kind of cheating. I'm going to make this podcast my favorite thing from the oh, internet this week. Yeah. So I have something to tell you all. So I don't know if you've ever seen, do we watch Brogance on the show? Does anybody watch Brogance's things? So she's done an episode where she's on the beach and she finds a stray hair inside her armpit because her arm is so huge. She can't. When you shave it, you can't like get to whatever. Well, I found a stray hair. my arm and I'm not going to show you because I can't get up too close. I had a hair right here. It was about this long under. See that little yeah. peak right there? Yeah. You're, that I you're just using when this you, to flex. Because <laughs> when you shave, you can't get... Wait, do I have one too? Yeah. <laughs> See that divot right there? Hair growing in there. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> this was like three days ago. I'm surprised I didn't take a picture of it. But I, why did you say you should have shaved it online? I sent Brooke a DM. I was like, this might be my most proud moment. <laughs> I was like, I have a hair right there. That's awesome. My favorite Trying to intimidate us with the flex. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's all good. I'm not scared. Who, who were we interviewing when I asked you? I said you had something. You're like, do I have a chin hair? I can't even remember. I didn't know we were looking. I, oh, yeah, I have a chin I, hair. I totally have a chin hair. We were talking about hairs, and we were like, can we not highlight our chin hairs right <laughs> Yeah. But we were interviewing somebody. Sure, and probably. Oh, no. Was that when, it, when Bill Grundler, when we were interviewing Bill yes. Grundler, and yes. I showed him my, the cleft yes. of my chin? I have a butt chin. See that? Look. Mm -hmm. My kids do that to me all the time. It's so great. Anyway. Yeah. So proud. Proud moment. Proud of that armpit hair. Wow. That, that's going up level. there in the annals yeah. of. Yeah. I can't wait to see that on the index. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so my favorite thing on the internet, it, I, I always have two. I have one goofy, one like kind of serious. Yeah. So just the goofy one, if you have not seen the lake version of the Buttery Bros this week, mm -hmm. they're, they're on their game. Uh, and them trying to do a gainer off of uh, Brooks Lace's boathouse into the lake is awesome. Um. And Hebers is a disaster, which is, which makes it all the best. Love it. But the, the serious thing I, I got wrapped into is I watched the documentary bigger, stronger, faster uh, about the rampant steroid use mm -hmm. and kind of like, it's actually questioning itself, whether are steroids okay or are they not? Like we let people do things way worse than that in this country, but for some reason we make these illegal um, and it, it's a, it's a kid who grew up probably around the same time I did, uh, where you see like Hulk Hogan 
you know, just say your prayers and eat your vitamins and blah, blah, blah. And you can do 26 inch pythons. Right. Uh, and there's no way you can achieve that. It's, it's kind of a male version of the body image issue. Mm-hmm. You know, Arnold was the action hero of the eighties with this huge physique, Sylvester Stallone, you know, and they were all using steroids to get that physique and there's no way. And they even showed like the GI Joe's, from like 1960 to 1980 to 1990 and how much more ripped they are as it goes, goes along. Uh, it's probably, it's probably 10 years old. I got it. I watched it on YouTube. Uh, you can watch the full version. Um, I'll put the link below. Uh, and it's, it's a kid whose older brother and younger brother were pro wrestlers. They never made it big, uh, but they were, they were on TV. They were like the guy who lost every week. Uh, back in the day. Um, and he, his brothers then became powerlifters and he couldn't even compete with them because he didn't do it and they did. And so it's his look at like, why, why should I, or why, sh- why shouldn't I? And um, it actually turned out to be really good. I was r- really fascinated by it. And the, the, the science or lack thereof as to how bad it is for you. Um, there's a lot of people saying it is, but there's no scientific proof that it is. Um, so it's, it was, it was a really good doc. And if, if you get a chance, it's, it's about an hour and 45 minutes. Um, but it, it was really good and definitely worth the watch. So put the link below and that makes me think we should do our famous, our favorite famous pro wrestlers as one of our questions of the week. Maybe someday. Yeah. Maybe someday. You can get on that. Just put it in the, in the files. So with that, make sure uh, if you like what you hear, hit that like button, subscribe, leave a comment. Uh, we grew by 10 subscribers this week, nice. which is pretty cool. I know that that's not like Armin numbers or talking elite fitness numbers, but I was really pumped to see that and uh, really, really excited about that. So please hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment. We l- Tell us what your worst job was, what your best job was, or your favorite video game. We love to see that stuff. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like the only one that comment. I, people need to comment. <laughs> I don't want to be the only one that comments on my own videos. <laughs> and so with that, uh, we want to promo what's coming out Monday because it's already in the can, as they say in show business. Uh, we have Armin Hammer. Uh, we interviewed him a couple days ago and we're releasing that on Monday. Uh, what a storyteller. Oh, uh, what so we- fun. What was nice about that is I knew all this stuff about him. I had no idea the timeline of how it all went down. And he pieced that all together for us. And we actually had to end it before the questions were done because yeah. we went a little long. Yeah. Uh, so, but he agreed to even come back. Uh, so this will be part one and I'm uh, really excited about it. I think you guys are going to love that episode. Yeah. And with that being said, we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and friends. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube, as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.